Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the DJ Crosstalk Podcast. It's your host, DJ JP, and today's show is sponsored by The Biscuit Frogs. That's right, The Brisket Boss. Call my man Roy Simmons for the best brisket in Dallas, Texas, and surrounding areas. Give him a call, The Brisket Boss. What up? We're with my man Eddie today, DJ Big Eddie. Big Eddie decided to join us on the show today, so I wanted to welcome him in, and then we're just going to go over a few things, get to know Eddie a little better. So how you doing, Big Eddie? I'm doing good. How you doing, JP? Man. And I'm doing great, brother. Enjoying this retired life. I started the podcast. So life is good. Life is good, man. That's good, man. I'm happy for you. You deserve it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to get right into it, jump into these questions and let uh, the rest of the world, DJ Crosstalk, know about you. Uh, how long have you been DJing, Eddie? I've been DJing for about seven years. I started in uh, 2015. Uh just wanted to try something new. Always been into the entertain uh, and the ways of entertaining people ever since I was a little kid. From talent shows to singing and karaoke and every Wednesday night. And then one day I decided, you know what, I want to be a karaoke DJ. And one thing led to another and didn't do the karaoke DJ part. But now I'm doing all the regular DJing from weddings, corporate parties to private parties. And I'm loving every bit of it. Okay. So how did you get into the industry? What what did you do? What did you go start? Or what was the first thing you bought? You know, how did you get in and start doing? Actually, what led you to your first event? What did you do to get to your first events? Well, to be honest with you, uh, uh, first thing I knew about DJing was the first thing I needed to do was get a laptop. Okay. And I was lucky enough to... I went online to try to find just a used laptop. And uh, the guy that I actually bought the laptop from was a uh, current uh, was a DJ at the time and he was able to tell me give me a list of uh, equipment to buy and uh, I just went went down the list and saved up my money and to be honest with you when my first event was from a uh, my uh, wife at the time her one of her co-workers his daughter was having her sweet 16 party and she's like oh my my uh, my husband just became a DJ and I had no lights at the time, no party lights and nothing. It was a dark. They just turned out the lights. I set up uh, at their at their little house and DJed for a bunch of kids uh, off a laptop. I had no controller or nothing. It was just a laptop and some speakers. It was it was it, that's how it all started, man. And you know, a little bit at a time, I was able to buy some lights and eventually bought a controller and uh, you know got better at everything. And here we are today. So what do you what do you love about DJing? What what keeps you in the game? What what make what 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 drives you to want to keep doing this? Well, you know, I think one of the main things is, is if I can, you know, while I'm DJing, if someone's having a bad day or a bad week and if I can take them out of that away from that, you know, where they're at in, in life for just those few hours uh, of, you know, if they're having a hard time uh, at the job or in their personal life, if I can take them out of that out of that space in their life just for a few hours to get them dancing, to get them smiling, you know, I think that's what keeps me going, you know. So, and and plus, I, I just love I just love making people happy, you know, especially out there on the dance floor and seeing the reaction. So, so you you going. only understand the concept of making sure you connect with your audience, watching what people are doing, seeing how they feel the music. So that lets yeah. you guide you, or you see the smiles or the reactions. So that gets you that gets you even more pumped up to keep doing and make them have a good time. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. You know, and that's something I've 
learned since I've been a DJ is that you, people don't necessarily have to dance to have a, to, to know that they're having a good time. Even if they're just sitting there at their table and you see them bobbing their head to the music, you know that they're feeling the music and they're, and they're, they're enjoying themselves. So even if it's just if I can get just some sort of reaction from from uh, from the people that are out there, uh, my audience, and if I can get some sort of positive reaction from what I'm doing, I know I'm doing a good job. Absolutely. And I, I completely agree and understand that. So my next question is, what do you love about the DJ industry? Well, I think the main thing I love about the DJ industry is that, um, like I said before, is the, the the opportunity to get people out of their regular everyday life for just those few hours and get them out and let them forget about their worries, forget about maybe their financial struggles and just let them release themselves for for just those few hours and forget yeah. about everything. Music I, is the... Uh... The, the joy of life. I mean, you can take a song, any song, and just go anywhere with it mentally and change your whole day, your whole perspective. So Exactly. I, I, exactly. And and I, I think something I also really enjoy is this, is you, if you get if you get somebody out there that's that you would never expect to be out on a dance floor dancing. I've had customers tell me, oh, uh, don't expect a, a lot of us to be dancing. You know, we might just be sitting around listening to music. And, you know, and the next thing you know, you have a packed dance floor at the wedding during an open dance, during the open dancing, you know. So that means you're doing your job. That means you're working them out over there. Exactly. Okay. Okay. What Back to what we were talking about before. So what do you not like about the industry? I think the one thing I don't like about the industry is that people don't quite understand uh, what it takes to be a DJ. And they try to take advantage of us when it comes to how much they want to pay for us. Um, you know, uh, I've had I've had people tell you know ask me for a quote. Uh, I need a DJ for six hours. Um, uh, this is where it's going to be at. So I calculate the mileage. Oh, it's going to take me an hour and a half to get there. I put in the travel, the travel fee, and I give them a quote of say you know fourteen hundred dollars. They're like, oh, that's that's way too much money. I only have. Uh, I was only wanting to pay four hundred and fifty dollars to be a DJ. Mm-hmm. For- the, those six hours uh, I'm like there's there's no there's no way there's, <laughs> there's no- a way there there's a way but I mean at least you're putting some calculations into it and trying to give them but I think what we need to do is try to educate them and say okay why did you think or you know explain to them like we were talking about before how many hours you put into each wedding and you're not just going to show up and hit play you have to we're going to have meetings. We're going to talk about playlists. I'm going to go over every song. I'm going to ask you how long you want to dance with your dad, how long y'all want to dance on your first dance. Uh, mm-hmm. do, you know, introductions, get to know everybody's name that's in the bridal party. So it's more than just showing up and hitting play on music, you know. So, exactly. Exactly. And, and I think they don't understand that or they don't value that. So that's something that we have as DJs need to try to educate uh, customers on. Even if it's a party, you still got to work on a playlist. You still want to know what's going on. And that's, yeah, and that's something that I I need to work on myself is is, is usually I I cut, I just, I just cut, when they ask me for a quote, I give them a quote and then if they tell me they can't afford that much and that's it, you know, I personally need to work on, uh, you know, uh, trying to educate Yeah, create an email or a text that you can send back to them explaining exactly what you feel like goes into it. Hey, uh, really, on your event, I'm probably going to spend 30 hours working on everything to get it ready. I'm also, you know, going to show up 
two hours before, not charging you for that. I'm going to be there an hour after everybody's going home. We're not charging for that. But it's all stuff I'm putting in to make your day great or your event great that you don't, mm-hmm. they, they don't see. All they see is results. You know, right. lights, everything that's put out. You don't see what all the time we put in with playlists, downloading songs. Yeah, you don't see everything that's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I really feel we do need to educate customers and uh, sometimes they just don't know and sometimes they just have a set number in their head and that's just all they want to pay. So. And, it, and it's not just educating customers either. I think it's also edu- educating uh, DJs too because, there. I mean, there are some other DJs out there and, I, and I'm guilty of this too in the past of not, not charging what we're worth. You know? Well, I, I'll not, say it, this. It, it's not and, what and, you worth. I won't it, say it's what you worth. It's more so... Uh, everybody's situation is different. So what is going to take care of my household may not take care of your household and where I value myself at. You may not, it is about value, but it's not where, you know, we, we're all different. We're all doing this for different reasons. We all have a goal and a, and a collective amount of money that we might want to take home. Like for some people, $500 might mean $2,500 to their household. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to not, I'm, I'm refused to knock anybody for what they're charged. I just know what I want to get to make take care of my household. And that's what you have. Like you said, you have to know what it's worth to you, what your time is worth, because the, what you can't get back most in life is the time. Right. Can't get it back. I understand. Yeah. So well said. Yep. So moving on to the next question. So what would you tell little Eddie to do different when he started DJ? Um, I think I would tell like I would tell little Eddie, uh, to, to know his worth when it comes to being a DJ. And remember, it's all about presentation from from the initial meeting, from all the way from the initial meeting, all the way up to that, to the day of the wedding. You know, it's all about, the, it's all about the, the way, with the way you present yourself physically, you know, what you're wearing, the how your setup looks, um, how you present yourself when you when you first make that first initial contact when they when the when someone contacts you and wants a quote. You're right you know, because a misspelled word or something can oh he don't need he's a sloppy you know they can take anything from the first initial contact and that's something we all need to pay attention to. Sometimes I slip up too, but I'm like you know I need to pay more attention. But hey, we're yeah. all human too, so we're gonna make mistakes. But that's that's a good thing to tell little Eddie when you go back. Hey, uh, and, uh, and just always and always remain professional no matter what it is that you're doing, whether it's how you it's how you're talking to them or mm-hmm. how, or how your setup looks, how you're talking on the microphone, or how you're talking to uh, to to the guests that are at the wedding or whoever you're talking to. It's always about being professional. Absolutely. Because yeah. Because, you no, know, I've learned that you could be in at an at an event, and you could have a a potential future customer at that event. Yes, you're always auditioning for your next customer at an event. Exactly. Yeah, or your next two customers, or your next. Hey, I'm gonna tell my friend to tell your friend to tell her friend that you know get Eddie to do your wedding. So mm-hmm. that's you're not just playing for the person that you're in front of or that paid you. You're also paying for future clients too. Exactly. 
Yeah. So jumping into another subject, uh, what are your thoughts on DJ Crosstalk? How, what has DJ Crosstalk done for Eddie? DJ Crosstalk for me has given me an opportunity to not to not only express my ideas uh, to the DJ world, but it has also given me an opportunity to learn from DJs that have been in the game for 30 years you know, that started DJ, you know, that started DJ, that when they, they were DJing with, with vinyls or DJing with tapes, you know, you know, I couldn't have, I couldn't imagine, you know, I hear stories about people that used to DJ with tapes, switching tapes out in the tape. Deck, you <laughs> yes, know. that would be me recording yeah. stuff on the tape and switching it over and marking that little cue point and bam, start the song right there. Yeah. At the end of that you know, tape. I, 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 I couldn't, I couldn't imagine it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not young. I'm 40 years old, but you know, I started, I started DJing when I was, you know, 33. So yeah. So I, you're, you're fresh in the game. So you, it's good. It's, we can say that Eddie probably has never touched a set of turntables or carried a crate record. You, you are exactly correct. <laughs> but I've, and I like to hear those kind of stories and I like to see those videos of, a, of the of, of turntables. Backbreaking, backbreaking, man. It was, I, I can't, I can't, I can't imagine that, but no, you know, DJ Crosstalk's been great, man. I, I I love to hear the stories of people that have been in the game, and and I also like to hear stories of people who are just starting out too. Yeah. You know, because and that's something I've learned is you you can never stop learning uh, as a DJ. No, you whether, can't. You whether can't. you can learn from the seasoned vet, and you can also learn from people who just started too. Like, yeah, big because know. they have innovative, fresh, new ideas. Like I told you, even when I went out with you that night. Uh, I don't remember verbatim. I probably put in some notes, but I probably picked up something from you in your introductions or the way you did something or a song you played with another song. I said, I can go back and use that, but I'm always trying to learn. My my whole goal and is to learn what I can, you know, learn any and everything. So I'm I'm like a sponge. I'm always sucking up something and then taking it back and doing what I can do with it and squeezing it back out into my program. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I something I like to I like that that uh, DJ Crosstalk does too, and I, I hope to do this one day is to attend one of y'all's uh, Crosstalk meetings that y'all have the that y'all get everybody together and y'all meet for breakfast and you talk of you know this you know yeah. give out and and you're and you also take care I like I like the fact that you like. Uh, one of the things I like is that you take care of like the the waitress that y'all taking care of. <laughs> yeah, you talking about the big give. Yeah, that's one of the things. But you know, we, we 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 try to set them. And we, I mean, I know everybody can't make them, and it's hard for people to make them. But we try to have them north, south, east, and west. Uh, we do happy hours. We do Sundays. So. I just I'm I'm gonna try to put out before the end of February somewhere in here I'm gonna put out an f- entire year schedule so people can put it on their schedule and know what we have coming up. But yeah, I, I love the big give that was Jorge he brought that to me and then the other things we do and helping out other DJs and April had some good stuff at the last meeting where you get to know DJs that live around you. So if you have a problem you don't have something you can reach out to say or whoever you know like. Maybe say Pete lives by you. You can reach out to Pete. Hey, Pete, I need a wire. And Pete can, if he's not working or gigging, he can bring it to you. Or you can't get, you didn't get something from the store on my way. Can I get a wire, you know, a, a Y or some type of wire or I need this or, you know, somebody can email you a song or something that you need. So I, I think it's, it's all about just trying to help the other, help each other. Yeah. Something I love about the DJ world is so, it's, it's so, it's so big. 
know, the, you know, when I became a DJ, I had no idea there were so many DJs that were that lived around me. You no. know what I mean? And, you have no and, idea. You have no idea. And, and <laughs> And 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 say say you get swarmed with a bunch of people with a with a bunch of events. Yeah. You can help each other out by saying, Hey, you got anything going on this weekend? No? Well, hey, you wanna go DJ a wedding and make a couple hundred couple hundred bucks or a thousand yeah. bucks? Yeah. You know, yeah. Help, help and, them out. and that's one thing I've tried to create. And I think I've created uh, everybody, hopefully everyone has created a good relationship with at least one person in the group that will send something their way if they can't do it. So, exactly. Yeah, and I try to farm stuff out to others that I can't do sometimes or, you know, we have a team, so it's kind of hard to give give stuff away when you got people working with you already. Mm-hmm. But I try to, if I, there's something I can't do and I know somebody else can do it, I try to send it their way. So, you know, right. that's, that's a good thing. So, yeah, I absolutely, Crosstalk was my baby. I wanted a place where everybody could feel safe, ask questions, we could share, and just continue to grow the industry and leave it better than how we found it. So, Mr. Eddie, what's what's your special sauce? What makes Eddie different? What makes, what makes, you know, somebody they'll remember you after you, or you feel like there's something that people might remember you by. I always have to say that my ability to make people comfortable with me when it comes to like the initial contact and the whole process leading up to uh, the final product, which could be, which is the wedding, Mm -hmm. you know, I know I always bring up weddings, but, you know, I tell people all the time, 95% of my business is weddings. I don't do, I haven't done a lot of private parties, but, uh, you know, but when it comes to, when it comes to those weddings, I try to make people, they got enough on their plate, especially that bride, Mm -hmm. that bride felt so much stuff going on her plate you, th- you said something right there and i and i really like that because they have a lot going on and brides really don't realize every little detail that they need to be taken care of and if you can uh musically or d from the dj standpoint take that off of the list of things they got to worry about and they feel comfortable with you that's a great sauce to have you need to sprinkle that all over hey i'm hey. here this is one thing you won't have to worry about the eddie sauce so yeah exactly. I, I like that you know, and that, and that, and that, uh, you know, I've had customers in, in the past, you know, they, they told me, you, they're like, you made this whole process of planning this wedding so much easier because I knew I didn't have to worry about anything because they, they know that once that, once that was, you know, once that reception starts, so we've actually become the MC for the night, mm-hmm. you know, we're actually keeping the flow of everything going. You know, I tell, I tell, I tell my brides, you know, my goal is for you just to sit back and enjoy your night and just let me take over. And, uh, you know, at the end of the night, they'd tell me you made, you made everything so much easier. You had everything running smoothly, you know, and, and if anybody ever needs a DJ, you're going to be the first one I can tell them to call. So, and if I, you know, and I have people tell me they feel like they've known me for years and, and, and that, and that, and that makes me feel good. That makes me feel good. You know, and they end up calling me for other events. You know, I've had, you know, repeat, you know, the same customer call me for three or four different events. You know, call me family. They call that's me how family. you make your business work. Repeat customers or referrals. And that's yeah. better than any post, any group, any wedding wire or not. Uh, people that actually tell somebody about you. That's like a, a walking, breathing, living testimony. 
Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, but I'm gonna throw in one question. I know I didn't tell you this, one, but I'm gonna ask you this, um, Eddie. What um, what would you like to add to your tool belt? What is something you would like to learn as a DJ or get better at as a DJ? I I'd love to learn how to be a better mixer. As oh, far as okay. you know, I mean, I'm a, I can mix music. When I've heard the, it. I'm a witness. I'll say you can. Yes. I'll, I, 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 I mix music, but. I like to watch people that actually like when I listen to the radio and I hear how some of the hip hop DJs <laughs> are able to make that music and get it doing certain things on the on the radio. I wish I could do that. You know well, what I mean? I'll tell you how you get there every day for an hour or 30 minutes. Just get in there and practice. Practice, practice, practice. Try new stuff. Try stuff you're not comfortable with. Uh, just, I mean, that's how I learned and taught myself. I was, I did it every day under the stairs for an hour every night. And uh, if you listen to my daughter's interview, she did. She like, Dad, I just remember you just practicing, practicing, practicing. And other DJs would come over and y'all would take turns and just practice. But that's how you get better. You just have to practice. If it's something you want to learn, you know. We don't just walk outside and know how to ride a bike or know how to roller skate. You got to practice at it. You're going to fall a few times, but hey, get yourself back up and dust yourself yeah. off. I think one of the things I like to do is I like to get on YouTube and I like to watch those uh, uh, those EDM DJs doing all those. Uh, the knob twisting and all of that. Yeah. All the knob twisting. <laughs> that, there's, a, there's a DJ that I like to watch. Her name is DJ Lady Style. Okay, I'm gonna have to get check her out. I don't think I've ever heard of her. Yeah, she she does. She'll get on there and she'll make a video and she'll say it'll say something like '90s hip hop mix or something like that, and she'll take all the '90s hits and she'll be able to mix them all, put them all together, and do all the knob twisting and stuff like that. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, that's something I wish I knew how to do. Okay, and, cool, cool, cool. So if I but, could. If I, Change one thing that would be something I would learn. Okay, so now I'm gonna issue you a personal challenge. I need to not every day, at least three days a week, two or three days a week. There's seven days in a week. Let's make it three. Three days a week. I need you to get up, get your control out, put ten songs in a list, and just practice mixing those ten songs every day. Okay. And just get comfortable. Then add another song. Take a track out. Add another track. And that's how you get better, man. It just takes practice. That's the only way you're going to learn is get in there and hit them turntables because you don't want to do it live in front of somebody. But no. Not, but yeah, just get it. So, Mr. Eddie, how can they catch up with you? What's your social media? What's your website? All that good stuff. Well, you can, uh, I do most of my business on Facebook. So if you type in Thin Blue Line Entertainment, you can find me on, on, on there. And you can find me on there you can also just type in my name eddie parrot and last name's parrot p-a-r-r-o-t-t you can find me on facebook there you can also find me on instagram uh thin blue line entertainment and then i'm also on snapchat if you'd like to watch videos of uh of my work every time i'm out djing i'm always snapping and you can snap it they're snapping so are you on so you we can find you on instagram facebook uh, Snapchat. What about uh, TikTok? You doing any TikTok yet? Man, I don't. I don't do. I stay away from the TikToks, man. What about uh, Twitter? Are you on Twitter at all? I, 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 I did. I didn't do. I couldn't get a hold of Twitter, man. That, <laughs> that, 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 that might that, be the that, easiest one. That just wasn't my thing. Nobody oh. really contacted me on Twitter or anything. But uh, yeah, Facebook, Thin Blue Line Entertainment, Instagram, Thin Blue Line Entertainment, and then on Snapchat. 
DJ Big Ed 2015. So okay, so now I I almost forgot. So where did that come from? Thin Blue Line. Where did you get that from? Well, I spent. Well, I uh, well first of all, my uh, my grandfather retired from the Air Force. My dad served in the Air Force during okay. Vietnam. I worked 17 years in law enforcement as a public safety officer and a uh, dispatcher, mm-hmm. and. I've always had a passion for, uh, you know, supporting the military. And so, uh, you know, I thought one of the ways I could give back is just naming my business after, you know, uh, something I was passionate about. And yeah, and that's cool. And you never really thought with all the stuff that's going on with the uh, cops and all the blue line on the flags and all that. So I, always, I don't know. I thought you got it from that, but that's really uh, cool why you decided to name it that. Yeah. I have, you know, support, I always tell people I support teachers and frontline workers as well because I'm surrounded by teachers. And so anytime, uh, you know, if people call and leave a message, that's one of the things it says on my voicemails. Thin Blue Line Entertainment, where I probably support military first responders and, and teachers and frontline workers. So, you know, I just thought it was only appropriate to, uh, you know, name my business about something I was passionate about. And, Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, give I, I offer discounts to all those that I mentioned as well. So whenever they contact me, uh, I always ask them if they if they former current military first responders or teachers or anything like that. So if you know the things that those the the pe- those people sacrificed for our country or our community, the, the you know the least we can do is try to offer them some sort of discount when it comes to you know. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. That's a good that's a good point and a good selling too, Eddie. I like that. And uh, we thank you for what you've done and your service and your capacity and your family and all that service, too, in the military police officers and all that. But once again, brother, we'd like to thank you for coming on. I hope it wasn't too painful to come and chat with me for a few minutes. And uh, I'll let you know when we got you up and we're going to post your podcast. So on a personal note, Jeff, thank you for everything you've done for me and, you know, all the education that you've given me. And it's been an honor to be on your podcast today. I thank you, Eddie. God bless me. Man, we'll see y'all next time. Don't forget, the podcast is sponsored by The Brisket Boss. My man, Roy Simmons, hit him up for the best brisket in DFW. It's your boy, DJ GP. I'll see y'all next time on the podcast.